Welcome to Hashtag Managed, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of building a booked out social media business. Tune in every week for transparent conversations from a six-figure social media agency owner, sharing the highlights and lowlights of being a business owner, and episodes featuring industry experts to help you start, scale, and book out your own social media management business. Now, here's your host, Jessica Sheehy. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Managed. I'm your host, Jessica Sheehy, and today we are diving into another re-air of our free five-day challenge, the Social Boss Sprint. Now, this was day two where we covered all things packages as a social media manager. If you missed last week's episode, we re-aired day one, which is all about building your magnetic social media management business brand. But today, we're covering packages. Let's package up your skills and expertise into a package that you can deliver to get results for your clients and clients will say heck yes to. I hope you enjoy the special re-air of day two of the Social Boss Sprint. We covered that you signed up for the Social Boss Sprint, whether you have just started out in your social media management business, you've been in business for a while, but you have the skills, you have the passion, and you have what makes you unique. You have your, what we like to call magnetic brand. We are all social media managers sitting on this call together. There are so many clients that we can all work with collectively and there's, and more in abundance. There is an abundance of clients out there who are willing to hire you for the skills that you have as a social media manager. I know I'm living proof. I've been running social savvy since 2018, but I also know from my experience and from all of the people that we have inside our mentorship, which is our monthly membership for support, accountability, and all of the above for social media managers is that every business is run differently. Can I give you different things, different tools, templates, resources, Absolutely. But I don't believe in a one size fits all because we all have different income goals that we want to hit. We all have different skills. We all have different passions. And to me, that is the beauty of having this online business. And so that is the foundation of the challenge. That's the mission behind Social Savvy. And that is what we're covering over the next few days. So Yesterday, and if you are here live or you're watching this replay and you haven't watched yesterday's Go ahead, finish watching this out, and then go back and watch day one about building your magnetic brand because it's really important to take that foundational piece. And you don't have to get it right. All of the questions that we covered in terms of building your magnetic brand, who you work with, and all of that, it's all things that you can build upon. So it's not to say that you need that first before you develop your packages and pricing. Absolutely not. It's just foundational pieces. And you need a really, really strong foundation to have a sustainable business, to have a business that gets the freedom. Yesterday, we talked about the freedoms that we all wanted. We all shared that we wanted freedoms in terms of some of us wanted freedom to wear whatever we wanted to wear working from home. I personally live in the comfiest clothes and I have a sweatshirt in every color and that's always what I'm wearing. We have the ability for financial freedom to make how much we want to make. But to get to that point and to be able to charge at that point, we just have to build that strong, solid foundation. So when we are talking about a signature service at Social Savvy, if you've seen it before, if you haven't seen it, if you've never heard me say that before, a signature service is what you do and it's what you're good at. 
It's what you can deliver to get results for your clients. And it's what your clients will say yes to. It's the reason why people will hire you. It's the reason why people will refer you. We will talk about that in a later day in the challenge, how we can find clients, sign clients, work with clients to make more money in our business. And one of those key factors that will grow all of our businesses is referrals. It's the best form of marketing. Obviously, we're all social media managers. And we're going to leverage social media to promote our businesses, to promote ourselves, to sell our services. But if we can have other people sell for us, that's the beauty of it, right? They have already done the legwork. They trust us. They're going to pass off that trust to someone else. And they're going to be ready to, to buy. They're going to be ready to work with us as social media managers. So that's why developing a signature service is super important. As you see, as we go through these slides, I'm going to show you guys a lot of different types of services you can offer, a lot of different packages, the way you can do things. We'll talk about pricing. I'll share how it's super, super subjective. We can go over different pricing questions. Again, if any questions pop up, feel free to drop them in the chat. I'll get to them at different stopping points and we will do a Q&A at the very end. So if you're new to social media management, your signature service is equal parts figuring out where your previous skills in another career or role as a social media manager and how your ideal clients need your help. So yesterday we talked a lot about who our ideal clients are, how we can help them, what the specifics are, and how we help them. So this is our signature service. Yesterday I shared, and if you weren't here live yesterday, you didn't watch the replay, then you might not have heard this or you might not know, but we work with female service-based entrepreneurs who have impact-driven businesses, aka meaning their mission is so strong in what they do and who they're serving that that's who we want to serve. We want to serve the people who light up when I'm talking to them on Zoom and I ask them what they do. They don't struggle. They don't hesitate to say what they do. They tell me that I work with so-and-so client and we are accomplishing XYZ. We are doing that. We are doing different things and we are making a change in one way or another. So those are the types of clients that we work with. We primarily focus and we primarily we only focus on organic social media marketing. We don't do paid advertising. I have experience in paid ads. A few people on Team Social Savvy have experience with paid ads, but it's not our main bread and butter. We're not constantly pouring in and learning new things and keeping up with the ad platforms and what they want and all of that. We'd rather stick to organic. It's what we know best. It's what we do best. And we refer out for paid advertising for our clients if they need that or need it at some point in their business. But it's what helps us stay in our lane, our zone of genius with organic marketing. It helps us kind of stay on top of trends, know what's doing best. We're all furthering our skills in terms of graphic design and video editing and constantly taking copywriting webinars and different things like that to really further our education in organic marketing. And it's just what we love. It's what we love to do. So that is, that's our signature service. So it's not said in one quick sentence. It's not one simple thing. It's 
truly what we do and who we do it for. So that is my goal and my mission for the end of this challenge, for the end of everyone completing the workbook to really help develop that. And I know you're thinking like, wow, that is a big thing. I have to develop this. We just need an idea. We need a foundation that's something that you can build on, you can add to, you can change, but something that can give you a great starting point because being super clear on what those things are, that is how you have great marketing, great messaging. That is how you work with great clients. And that's how you ultimately make money, which is the most important part um, to all of us. So if you are a seasoned social media manager, your signature service is equal parts figuring out what you are passionate about doing and get results for. So if you're already working with clients, if you're doing a lot of different services, if you have a lot of add-ons, maybe if you're doing some website design, maybe if you were doing user-generated content, if you're doing email copywriting, whatever it is that you're doing, just figuring out what it is that your clients come to you what they say you do really well, what you see in terms of um, data that you do really well and get great feedback from. And it's, again, how your ideal clients need your help. So a big question that we always get is, do I need to niche down? And niching down is just figuring out who that ideal client is. I truly believe that there is no right or wrong way to niche down. You can niche down in one of two ways. You can niche down in your signature service, so what you're doing for clients, or you can niche down into who. So it's either the what, what you're doing, or who, who you're doing it for. So can you niche down in both ways? Absolutely. Should you niche down in neither way? No, no, no. That's how we stay too general. And that's how we make it really hard for clients to work with us. So we're going to go really deep in niching down in ideal client, dream client, avatar. There's so many names for it, but we're going to talk about that um, in another day in this challenge to really get clear on who that person is and just really know that we are not limiting ourselves when we are niching down or helping ourselves. And we will cover we will call, cover all of that very, very soon. So like I mentioned at the start of this challenge for today, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. We are going to talk about services that you can offer. We're going to talk about add-ons, upgrades. We're going to talk about pricing and we're going to talk about my pricing formula that I use myself, that I use to price like our services and our team and different things we're doing. And we're going to talk about how we can price to scale and what that looks like for different businesses. So there's so many services that you guys can offer. And this does not mean you need to offer everything under the sun. And I will tell you, because I am very transparent, I always am. If anyone asks me a question or anything, I will tell you which services of these that we do and then which services that I don't do because I don't love doing them. I don't want to do them. There's reasons why I don't like to do them and so forth. So different services that you can offer as a social media manager, social strategy, account audits, um, content creation engagement, outreach, DMs, social selling. There's so many names for it. There's so many ways that can be done. There's so many platforms you can do it on. Uh, full platform management. You can do specifically one social media platform. We'll talk about that. Or you can do all of them. 
for clients. You can do consulting. You can do training. Yes, even if you're new in social media management, you can train others. You can go in and train the business owner. You can train their team. You can train different people on what you know about content creation, about social media, about trends, about how to create an Instagram page, how to grow it. So many different things that other people don't know how to do, but will pay for that knowledge because in the long run, it will save them time. And that is what so many people want. That's why they outsource. Uh, paid advertising, UGC, which is short for user-generated content. If any of you guys are on TikTok, then you know that UGC is blowing up in terms of content that is taken, kind of taken out of like the big, 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 big macro influencers who have millions and millions of followers, but kind of focusing more on the users, the consumers of the product um, or what that is and creating content from that. So there's so many different services that you can offer. And it comes down to what you like doing. Again, thinking about all of these different things and thinking about how does this fit in the brand I want to build, the business I want to create, and how does this fit in that long-term goal. So for example, you think about different things with UGC content. Well, if you want to create a location-independent business and you travel a lot, and that's a goal that you're looking for, keep in mind that you're going to have to haul the product in your suitcase, in your carry-on, bring it around, right, to take different content. Is that great for content creation? Absolutely. But just things to consider when we are crafting our services and the services that we want to offer in our business. So for example, I mentioned earlier that we don't offer paid ads. Paid ads give me the biggest headache, if I'm being completely honest. I love organic content. I love organic marketing. That's my zone of genius. That's my experience. It's what I love doing. So I don't offer paid ads. Um, I don't do user-generated content. It just doesn't fit in the type of business model that I want to run. And at this time, it's not something that I offer. Um, we also um, don't do like social selling or like DMs, any personal conversations like that. The reason we don't do that is because it's strictly with the clients we work with, right? They're female service-based entrepreneurs. They're experts. A few of them are therapists. They're coaches. They're educators. They are such experts in what they do that it would require so much more work on our end to figure out how to do the selling, to do the different things in the DMs. Um, so we just strict straight engagement, straight community management. Think organic. So we carry that across across everything. So when it comes to packaging up your offer and pricing it for your clients, it all depends on the value that you bring to the client, your experience, and I should have underlined this, I should have highlighted this, your time spent. But they shouldn't be measured with an hourly rate. I truly, 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 truly believe that social media managers should not charge with an hourly rate. It does not make sense for the type of work that we do, because as we all know, and if you've been a social media manager for one account, 20 accounts, 50 accounts, then you know that it changes from client to client, from industry to industry, from the amount of content you're creating to maybe creating more content. That time is always going to change. And also, as you get better, as you increase your skills, as you work with more clients, as you create processes and systems you are going to get quicker and we don't want you to be paid less because let's face it, when it comes to organic social media marketing, everyone has an opinion on it. 
Everyone puts a value on it and we don't want it to be a time-based value. We don't want a client to say, well, I think you can do 30 posts, say something crazy in 30 minutes, okay? Just for the ease of, of this example. So you think about it and you, you think to yourself, well, that's super limiting. You either try to do those 30 posts in 30 minutes and keep it short, again, strictly for the example, please don't ever take a client like that or offer that as a service. Um, but just thinking about it that way is that you're really limited in that and you put the power in the client's hands. So one thing that we constantly talk about inside our collective mentorship um, on our weekly coaching calls is how do we let clients know the return on their investment? How do we get them to pay the rates? How do we get them to hire me? How do we get them to work with me? It all comes down to the value that they see. So when you present to them your packages, things that are lined out, things that you're good at, and even yes, when you exclude things, like, for example, you exclude paid ads, gone. You exclude user-generated content, gone. Those different things, when they're excluded, you are seen as that authority in that specific thing. And it showcases the value that you're already bringing to their account and that you are a specialist in these things because you are. But it lets them know that you have niched down into these things. These are what you're good at. This is how you're going to get results for them. You're going to grow their brand. You're going to grow their accounts. Um, you're going to get more engagement on their content. It's just how it's going to just kind of have that value be perceived now. The final piece to that when it comes to hourly versus packaging, um, package prices, and we do have a podcast episode on this. If you guys are familiar with our podcast, hashtag managed, um, I can't remember the episode number off the top of my head, but if you DM us or post in the Facebook, we'll send you a link to it. We talk about all of the different pricing models, hourly packages, retainer, performance-based, all of them. I go through each single one of them. Um, so just side note as another resource we have on that. Um, um, but use your hourly rate to build your package rate. Because like I said, I should have highlighted it, but I didn't. We want your packages and your pricing to clearly reflect the value you bring, the experience you have, the business and revenue you want to make. Absolutely. But we want it to complement and compensate the time that you spend on services that you spend on the work. And we don't want you to be underpaid. We want you to be overpaid. <laughs> So I'm going to go through three different columns. Now, keep in mind, like I said, pricing is subjective. Um, I'm going to go through all three. They'll all pop up on the screen. Pricing is subjective. These prices are in U.S. dollars, just in case there's anyone who is not based here in the States. Um, they're subjective on the time spent. But what I want to do, and I'm actually going to go ahead and I'm going to skip to the very, don't worry, they'll pop up. I'm going to skip to the third one just so we can look at it all at once. I should have just done it like that anyway. We don't need all of them. Um, so feel free, take a screenshot and keep in mind, these are all guiding points. Now you might think to yourself, okay, consultation call, that falls under that falls under 500. Maybe for a consultation call, you you group in an audit. Maybe you also group in a custom content calendar, whatever it is you're adding to it. And you're like, Jessica, I can't charge under 500 for that. So to be clearly compensated for that work and all the hours and all the time I'm going to do for that project and spend with that client, I need to charge more. 
charge more. If you need the permission slip to charge more, you will always get it from me. But what I want and why we like to showcase it in this broken down way is the difference in values and also time spent. So again, everything's subjective in terms of pricing. Think about your hourly rate. So when it comes to the amount that you need to take home per hour, there's a lot of things to consider for that, right? It's where we're located in the world. Um, it's our bills. It's our expenses. It's the family members or children or people, dependents that we have to take care of. Um, maybe it's the lifestyle that you want to live. If you want to make more, to have more, to spend more, so be it. That All the power to you. Whatever that looks like, that is your hourly rate. So that being said, I know there's about 10 of us on here live and so many more watching the replay. There, We all have different hourly rates. We're all located in different areas across the world. We all have different bills. We all have different expenses. Um, we all have different scenarios that we have to pay. So use this as a guide to take you from section to section to see what can be smaller packages and what can be bigger. And the one thing that I want you to be conscious of, and I don't necessarily want it to be the pricing, is I want it to be focused on the time spent and I don't want things to be like moved back. So for example, like jumping to our far right column, which is our most extensive, these are things that take the most time. Team trainings, social selling, that's when you're working through a client's account, trying to close more sales for them, aka generate more revenue. That involves sales, salesmanship, that involves customer service skills, that involves so many more things, um, full presence, marketing audit strategy, consultations, multi-platform strategies or management. So that's, you know, working on every platform. Maybe you are doing Instagram and Pinterest and LinkedIn and, oh, wait, the client wants to throw in TikTok to the package too. That's a lot of platforms. That's a lot of content. And that's a lot of time spent per week or per month on that project. Um, so that's where we want to really focus on the different packages that we're offering, the different services that we're doing, but keep in mind the pricing that works for us and keep things in their relative column. So now you can scratch these prices. And for example, if you think, okay, these things for me in the far left column, instead of less than 500, maybe it's less than 250. Maybe it's less than 750. There's no right or wrong answer. It comes down to the pricing. But this is also a great idea of services to think about that are often called lower ticket, middle ticket, or higher ticket. So just keep in mind, right? Making more money, making money, making a little bit less money. There's no right or wrong answer for what services you need to offer. Again, it all comes down to what do you want to do? What services do you... And if you think to yourself, well... I want to work with more clients, right? I want to work with, you know, a lot of clients <laughs> under, under a certain category, then think about what services you can offer for them. So the last piece of advice that I like to give when it comes to pricing is to think about your income goal. So for example, if your income goal is Let's just say, because I'm not the best at mental math and I don't have a calculator handy, let's say your monthly revenue goal is $5,000 per month, okay? Off the top of my head, if you work with um, 
again, mental, mental math is not my strong suit. Let me switch over to a calculator. Okay, perfect. So you need about three to four clients in the higher tier to work with to reach that $5,000 goal, right? That's less clients to manage. That's less admin work. That's probably less time spent on Zoom strategy calls. That's less clients that you need to constantly have discovery calls on your books, all of that. It's about three to four, depending on where you price that in that higher tier bracket. Now, if you, so I know this category is a little bit bigger. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that if you want to do the middle category, like if that's the packages you want to charge, if you make enough hourly, if these are the services you want to do, you need about five to six clients in the middle category to hit, again, that $5,000 income goal. And it's going to change, right? So it's like the more clients you work with, you can work with at the lower price. Now you get to the higher price, you can work with us, less clients and get there quickly. So the one thing that I like to, and, and just for, for math, for the sake, um, you'll need about, let's say, 9 to 11 clients um, in the low ticket column, you know, in that low ticket left column here to hit that $5,000 goal. So again, you three to four, nine to 11. Is it doable? Absolutely. You might need some really good systems and processes to automate things. Some good time management on the lower ticket? Absolutely. Um, could that be the time that you possibly bring in a virtual assistant, a team member? Of course, that could be a longer term goal down the road. Absolutely. Um, but just something to consider with the amount of clients working for for that. Now, the one thing that I just to kind of like close us off on this one is to think about with the services that you offer. When you think about having a lot of clients on the lower ticket or having the fewer clients on the higher ticket, right? No brainer. I want three to four clients. I want them to pay my most premium package price. I'm going to book out with three to four clients and I'm going to live the life. Now, of course, we start thinking different things, right? How am I going to sign higher ticket clients? We're going to talk about that at another day in the challenge. You think also, okay, well, how... What happens if I, I need three clients, say, to get the $5,000 goal? What happens? I have every client on a three-month retainer. What happens after three months? One client needs to leave. They decide to cancel services. Again, that's another client you can bring on in the higher ticket. Maybe you bring on two from lowers, whatever that looks like. One thing I like to recommend in my long-winded <laughs> spiel around it is think about the services that you craft for your signature services to package up put on your portfolio, put on your website, put in your little service guide, whatever it is, diversify. Now, it doesn't mean you need one low ticket, one middle ticket, one high ticket. Can you? Absolutely. But it's always good to have a few different options in the different tiers that aren't necessarily the same package, but less platforms or less pieces of content, but different things that you can offer. That way, you do a discovery call with someone. A big objection is I can't afford it or I can't do that. Okay, if you can't afford this, I think this is a better option for you. Let's do consultation calls. Let's do audits. The client is like, yes, absolutely. I can't afford multi-platform management of my four different social media channels because I didn't know how much social media management costs. But now you've got them in as a lower ticket client, not at a discounted rate, because when we discount, it never works out. 
we discount someone, we're automatically making less. And in our back of our minds, as it should, we think, how are we going to replace that income? And the client knows that they can always discount. They can always change things up. And when we set that, that really opens the doors for them to kind of step over the boundaries of the business that we're creating. Um, so again, a lot of different services that you can offer, a lot of different price points. If any questions are popping up, feel free to drop them in the chat. Um, we will definitely cover in a Q&A. Um, I also have some other questions, like I said, from people who showed up live yesterday. So like I mentioned, we don't want to discount our services. It's not the best way. We can move them down to like lower on the ladder, lower on the prices that we have. But if we want to increase scope, which is the project, which is everything that's entailed with the project that we're doing, there's different things that we can do. We can either add on more things to the package or we can add on services. So this is a great way to also meet your income goal with less clients because this is involving one client. We're adding more content to them. We're adding more platforms. We're doing more engagement. We're doing additional strategy calls, whatever that looks like, or we're adding on services. Maybe we don't straight offer on our service guide or website or our marketing that we do paid ads. It's like, surprise, we do it, <laughs> but we only do it with our clients that we work with first, okay? We're not gonna just bring in a client on paid ads. We're going to use this as an add-on service to make more money while working with less clients. Because let's face it, we want to work with, I don't want to say less clients. We want to work with the right amount of clients that we have time for, that we can manage, and that we can deliver a great service to month after month. Because that is how we're going to have happy clients. Happy clients pay their invoices on time. Happy clients send their content in when you need their content. Um, happy clients refer you to other happy dream clients. So again, we can add on more to the project scope. So doing more in the package, or we can do add on services to work with the same amount of clients, but make more money besides getting more clients, finding more clients, doing more sales calls, different things like that. So just something to consider when it comes to adding on more to make more. So don't forget that your signature service is more than all of the things that you offer. It's what you're passionate about doing. It's what you want to do. And it's what you know your ideal client needs. Okay, so a lot of times we offer a lot of services and I am guilty in 2018, 2018, Jessica offered a lot of services. I built my own website. I thought I wanted to do website design and social media. And I wanted to do like mark design marketing collateral. And I wanted to help clients with like online webinars and events because I know how to do them. Like, wow, I was stretched from task to task to task and I was not making any money. And I was not doing the same thing. I didn't have a signature service. I was just stressed and I was stretched all over for every single client. And I could never focus on my own business. I could never figure out, well, how do I really like make a name for myself as a social media manager if I'm doing all of these different things. So again, I know we talked about niching and it kind of goes hand in hand with signature service, but figuring out what you want to do, what you want to offer, how much money you want to make in the business you want to build, and also the types of clients that you want to work with, because it's all super, super, super important things when considering our business, right? everyone here and everyone watching the replay, we all took the jump into entrepreneurship and we didn't take the jump into entrepreneurship 
to work with clients that don't light us up or to do work that we don't love to do. I know we all have to pay bills. Uh, trust me, I, I'm in that constant head zone all the time. I'm okay. I have a team to pay. I have expenses to pay. We have contractors. I have to pay myself. I have to remember to do that. I have to pay my bills, obviously, or people are going to knock on my door and turn my internet and power off and I can't even do what I'm supposed to do for clients. So it's something that we always have to keep in mind when it comes to what we're offering and how we're building that signature service, because that is you know, the importance of what we're building in our business. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Hashtag Managed. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Come back next week for another new episode of Hashtag Managed. We'll see you then.